0: Blob Talk Radio
2: Special Breaking Bad episode. If you didn't recognize the uh, the intro there, that's a little remix, techno remix, or maybe even a dubstep remix. I don't know. What do you call this, Mike?
0: I like, you know, I
1: like the bass. I like the bass. It sounds good. The bass, the whoop, 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 whoop. whoop, whoop, whoop. That
2: sounds like a... Uh, I I don't know. That's definitely the Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to a special (laughs) Breaking Bad tribute show uh, here at Red vs. Blue. I'm Scott Atkins, team legacy in the world of high-stakes fantasy football, and as always, joined by my co-host, the Big Blue co-host from Brandenburg, Kentucky, Michael Trent. Mike, uh, it's been a long week uh, since. You know, uh, week week four in the NFL, we're already in week five. We had a pretty good game, actually, on Thursday night for a, for a Thursday night game with a couple of backup quarterbacks. E.J. Manuel goes down. Uh, Brian Hoyer goes down. In comes Whedon and Tool. And I'll tell you what, I was really impressed with Robert Woods again. I'm telling you, I had him in a lot of lineups last night, and All he right. would have gotten a lot of work. He He got a lot of work. Unfortunately, the passes were just – not accurate for tool by that point, but he would have had a very big day. Uh, had it not been for EJ Manuel going out, what's on brother?
1: Yeah, i tell you what, Hey Scott, good to talk to you. Uh, good for, uh, everybody to be aboard, um, red versus blue. Uh, yeah, Robert Woods. I mean, he's got a ton of ability. I mean, it just, it, it's crazy good. Uh, so I really, uh, I really see some good things, uh, for him moving forward. Uh, but he's going to need E.J. emmanuel to be there right now for this year. Uh, moving forward, we'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, he, he he looks really good.
2: The number to call the show is 347-324-5404. Uh, special guest tonight, Lawrence Brewer, uh, the leader of the ninth annual Rotable tournament. We're going to have him on tonight uh, about 15 minutes past the hour. Uh, this show is brought to you by FFToolbox.com, home of free cheat sheets and fantasy info. Uh, for as long as you can remember, FFToolbox.com, you can find everything out. We've also got a special $10 Week 5 contest. For those of you, it's an exclusive FF Toolbox contest. You can see the link in the show. Uh, I think there's 26 spots sold, 24 to go. It is limited to 50 participants, $500 prize pool, plus a seat in the million-dollar qualifier, Mike. The million dollar wow. qualifier—that's a big deal. Week sixteen, DraftKings has given away a million bucks. Somebody's going to walk away with a lot of cash, Mike. It's going to be an amazing time for week sixteen. Uh, look, we we love the the season long games. That's where we've been, tried and true for years. But the weekly games give you that that edge that of uh, that hype you, you you really need in your life, man. I'm telling you, I started them this week this year. And I played around and dabbled with them the last couple of years. You know how we did it. We did them on uh, several oh. different websites, Mike. But I'll tell you what, I really got serious this year. And I've I've had a team every single week, put it together, salary cap style. You kind of pick the players. And then you got to tweak your lineup to kind of get it under the cap. And you pick the best team. Once you have it locked in, then you choose your which contest you want to enter. You can enter contests for as little as a quarter, a dollar, uh, $5, $20, up to $100, even higher. Uh, depending on what you want to go for. And look, my, and a lot of fun, more fun than I thought it would be. And especially when my guys score a couple of early touchdowns on Sunday yeah. afternoon, I'm in the hunt the rest of the day, baby. My other team, my other leagues, I set them all to the side. I've got this one team, these couple of guys that,
1: one.
2: that I'm rooting for hard and heavy, man. And it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. I'm, I'm, it's addicting.
1: Well, cool. I, you know, I need to check that out. And uh got a lot of friends that would uh, love to uh, get on with it and uh, get on board and, and do it. So, uh, you know, it sounds awesome.
2: Yeah, again, the number to call tonight uh, to talk to Scott and Mike with any of your Who Do I Start questions, 347-324-5404 is the number. They're asking for a link uh, to the contest uh, in the chat room, so I'm going to go ahead and provide that for them. But this is the crew. Thank you for being here. Some of the best minds in the world of high-stakes fantasy football are in the chat room tonight. I see them. Nine-round, get paddled, Henry Muto, IPS driver. Lots of guests tonight in the chat room uh, from FF Toolbox. We thank you for being here. Uh, but, Mike, let's go ahead and get right to the action. Uh, NFL Week 5 schedule. Things kick off uh, with a big slate of 1 o'clock games. We do have a late game on Sunday night. I want to talk about that. San Diego at Oakland, 11.35 at night. So, Mike, I, I think, I know, you know, You work Sundays. It's going to be nice. Yes. You're going to get to watch an entire game Sunday night, I know. San Diego at Oakland. What can we expect in that game?
1: Well, i tell you what, right now, uh, San Diego is four a four-and-a-half-point favorite. And okay. the most uh, probably uh, intriguing story of the fantasy year uh at quarterback, if you don't have the elite say your uh peyton your drew Brees, et cetera et etc, has been philip rivers yeah. philip rivers has been going off this guy has been going nuts he's been acting like uh you know a quarterback and he's been sane. uh will he be that way in a in a divisional rival like at Oakland? I think so because the over under is forty five uh um, so I, I really look for a great game for uh, Phillip Rivers and uh, Keenan Allen. Uh, you know, this guy, he's going to have to step in and step up. So uh, it, it's going to be I, – I think it's going to be high octane. Uh, what Oakland does in their ground game, it's, that's all on Rashad Jennings. So we'll see what happens there.
2: Rashad Jennings is definitely the buy low uh, value play over at DraftKings this week. And also with fantasy players, people were spending hot and heavy – some of the best players in the business, Chad Schroeder even, spending over $500, $466 or so, on Rashad Jennings in a big league that I saw this week. But you're absolutely right about Rivers. He's rolling. Uh, hands down, he's just a uh, competitor. This guy, for, for whatever reason, I, you, you could have seen it coming, right? Uh, With the hunt and, and the style of play that they, ha- they have there, really letting Rivers air it out. The fact that he's losing wide receivers left and right a little bit discouraging, but Antonio Gates is there to reap the benefits. Danny Woodhead in the backfield. Woodhead, a couple of guys yeah. there. You can really count. on. Danny Woodhead is a top ten running back right now in PPR. And I we know. talked about him a lot in the offseason. But I would have never thought that, you know, Woodhead would be uh, the guy, it, you know, in New England's offense, I can understand because it's all spread out and open. But, man. Rivers is looking good, and I'm and I you could be happy to get to have him on your team if you had if you drafted Mike. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this at you a little off script here, but if you had right. uh, drafted say you know somebody um, one of these other uh, Andrew Lux or Russell Wilson's, okay, right. one of these guys RG3, you drafted them to be your starter. You got Rivers as your backup, just kind of taking one of the guys that was left somewhere later in the draft. You starting Rivers over all those guys? You feeling better about Rivers than than uh, Russell Wilson? Let's start with that. All right. Well,
1: let's put it this way. Uh, I was in a bind the first two weeks in one of my one of the leagues I'm in. I had Russell Wilson and Phillip Rivers because yep. I'm thinking, well, Phil, Phillip Rivers is kind of a filler. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and after two three weeks, I'm going, hold on, we're starting Rivers. We're starting Rivers from here on out until something changes. So, you know, and I'm still going to do it because, I mean, the guy is putting up points big time. Gates is stepping up big time for them. Like you said, uh, uh, Danny Woodhead, uh, you know, the the offense is high octane and they're, they're not afraid to put up points. And Rivers, I mean, he's not making the mistakes he used to make. So, well, yeah, <laughs> anyway.
2: Definitely go back to FFToolbox.com for all of the information uh, for sleepers, sit start'em, super sleepers, player upgrades, pickups of the week, snaps and targets, game time decisions. I mean, the list goes on and on. We've got the previews, the fantasy football matchup analyzer. I'm really loving this tool. The more I get to use it and, and get, uh, get used to it. It looks at the average fantasy points allowed by position, and it takes the depth chart all the way down, color codes it for you, red and green, gives you all the player news that's important in each game. It's one of the – I'm telling you, it's just one of the uh, – the, I started to see yeah. all the traffic that was coming in, and I'm like, you know, we're still trying to get our feet wet with toolbox with all the tools that are on here. And I start to dig in, and I'm like, what's going on with this tool? Why is it getting so much traffic? And then you start to look at it, and you're like, wow, okay, because it's jam-packed with information. It tells you how many points are allowed to the wide receivers, how many points are allowed to the running backs, and it just color codes everything for you. So, you know, look, Arizona – uh, the, the the tight ends have a pretty good uh you know matchup this week. A little interesting. Now they don't have, <laughs> interestingly enough, they don't have very good tight ends. Robert Hausler and Jim Drake. Not right. not not a lot to write home about. So, um, you have well, to kind of take that with a grain of salt this early in the season. Strength of schedule and and points allowed and things like that. You have to be very careful. Man. You have to be careful because the schedule dictates so much of what's allowed. If you overreact to oh well they're the fifth best. Rush defense in the league, and then you look and that you know you you take a little bit of a deeper dive into that schedule, come to find out there's not a lot of teams that they've played that have had good running backs. you got to be very careful with this stuff well,
1: right now, Scott, let's face it uh week five through ten are the most crucial weeks of your fantasy year
0: yep.
1: uh it seems like week week one through four you know you're kind of feeling everything out, and then uh week five through ten, there's no doubt about it. That is the most crucial time in your fantasy league, uh, or in any in any fantasy league this year, in any year, because you have to dissect. All right, who do I want? Who's going to be? My, who's a staple of my team? Who's it going to be? And who am I going to stick with? Because once you hit week ten, man, it's it's going to be trouble because you got you got week eleven and then the special week twelve bye week. Yeah. You know, thirteen is is it. So, yep. you know, five through ten is it. So it now starts in my in my opinion now starts the playoffs. You better get it going.
2: Yep, it is a big time. But this game, uh, we're still on the San Diego Oakland game. Uh, Twelve minutes past the hour, getting ready to bring on Leonard uh, for the uh, for the show tonight. We have uh, Terrell Pryor is a top performer. Uh, if if he's uh, in this matchup, right? San Diego versus quarterbacks, you know, let, let, let's face it. The, they're allowing more points against the quarterback than any team in the NFL might. So it looks like Terrell Pryor might be a pretty good start. The question I would have for you was, does that mean that the wide receivers are by default good starts? Rod Streeter and Denarius Moore. Some of these guys are on your bench and maybe not in your lineup. Mm. Let's take a deeper dive into San Diego's schedule, okay, just for a second. Okay. Houston, right. Philadelphia, Tennessee, and Dallas. Now they've played Houston, Philadelphia, Tennessee, and Dallas and have allowed the most passing points or fantasy points to quarterbacks for the year. In comes Terrell Pryor. What do you think about Rod Streeter and Denarius Moore and and possibly, you know, somebody like uh, you know, Rashad Jennings getting some receptions out of the backfield to make for a good day for Terrell Pryor. Do you put him in your lineup this week?
1: Uh, I can't. I, I cannot put in Terrell Prather because hmm. Sa- I, I just I, I just think San Ooh. Diego is they're Careful, they're hitting on all cylinders. They're doing a lot of good things. They're doing a lot of good things well, and um, I, I I can't do it. I mean I, I I see Streeter having a good game. I really do. I see Streeter having a good day Good game and uh, Jennings, and that's about it.
2: Careful, I'm really, uh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of digging Terrell Pryor, especially, you know, let me, let me take a look. If I've got an Andy Dalton or a Terrell Pryor, hmm, if I've got an Andy Dalton, I mean, wow. I, uh, and uh, you know, hopefully I don't, I'm not counting on Andy Dalton, but you know, it could be a bye week, it could be a bye week for you this week for one of your guys that you're missing. So, you know, when you, when you start to think about bye That's weeks true. this week, and, uh, you know, look, if you had RG three and you were counting on to be your starter. Uh, that would probably be an opportunity there. That's one of the only guys that, you know, you may have been counting on this week because let's face it, uh, Matt Castle for Minnesota, you weren't counting on to be a starter. Ben Roethlisberger, you weren't counting on to be a starter. Josh Freeman at the the earlier part of the year. Now Mike Glennon in Tampa Bay, you weren't counting on to be a starter. But some teams did count on RG3. They watched what Matt Bailey did last year when he won $200,000 drafting RG3 in the 10th round. And they may have drafted RG3 to be their starter. Well, this would be a week where Terrell Pryor would be a nice substitute, I think. I can, uh, that matchup looks you know, good to me. I me.
1: I can, I, I can see it, Scott. Uh, but, man, San Diego's defense is, you know, they're suspect. But I, I really I, – I see so much momentum going with San Diego right now. It's not the nor Turner, Turner San Diego. I just see something different going on with that team. And I just don't think they're going to give up uh, 35, 31 points. I mean, I can see – What's the, over, what's scoring, the over-under uh, in the game?
2: What's the over-under? Uh,
1: let's see. It was I think it was 45-and-a-half. Yeah, 45-and-a-half.
2: Okay. It was so, 44, so that sucker's moving up.
1: Yeah, it's it's moving up. But, you know, bottom line is San Diego's four-and-a-half point favorite. So, that screams uh, – 31 to 14 type of game.
2: Real points to have a good fantasy day. We have seen that before. I do like, you know, there's some other options, but look, you could do a lot worse. I'm just saying, let's, let's take it. Let's take the Indianapolis situation. You got Andrew Luck taking on Seattle. Uh, I'm not, I'm not convinced that Andrew Luck's going to put up a big fantasy day in yards or in touchdowns. Um, and Terrell Pryor has wheels. I would probably want to start Terrell Pryor over Andrew Luck this week. As far as difficult as that is for me to say, Seattle's no joke. Uh I'm gonna bring in I'm gonna bring in uh our, our, our guest for this evening. Uh Lawrence is gonna co- go ahead and come on in here and uh we're gonna talk about his roto bowl team because look, let's face it, the ninth annual Roto Bowl is underway. Lawrence Brewer leaves the ninth annual Roto Bowl. Uh Lawrence, welcome to Red vs. Blue, my man. How's it going?
3: Hey, good. How are you guys? Hey, what's up, what's Lawrence? Doing?
2: How you doing,
3: Mike? Good. Doing great. Good.
2: Glad, uh, glad you could make it. You know, uh, sorry about the time mishap. Luckily, Mike Mike had his wits about him tonight. He checked the email <laughs> out and read it. And he, he called me. Are we doing the show at 11 or are we doing it at 9? I was like, what are you talking about?
3: Hey, I, this old, hey, this old man would have been asleep
2: at about 11.
3: So. <laughs>
2: it's all good. good to, well, good to have you on, uh, Lawrence. We, we wanted to have you on because, look, let's face it. Uh, we're not, uh, we, we want to, we want to jinx your season. No, that's not, that's not what we want to do, but we, we do have a history of kind of, uh, getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. We're not going to do that here, man. Let's just talk. Let's have a chat. Let's have a conversation about Roto Bowl, about you. And, uh, let's keep it light. Let's not, let's not go down the jinx route and let's just, uh, take it one week at a time. Uh, tell us about yourself, where you're from, who are you?
3: Uh, I'm originally from Louisiana, but I live in Virginia now, um, I'm an electrical contractor here and got a wife, two kids. and up, I'm up early in the morning, and uh, fantasy football gives me something
1: to do, gives me something to get away from the real world. So. Well, cool. Well, cool. I, hey, Lawrence, uh, that sounds great, man. Uh, for, originally from uh, Louisiana, awesome. Uh, yes, sir. Why Why did you uh, play in Roto Bowl? Uh Was it Series 6M or Roto Experts? Uh, why did you prefer Rotobo?
3: Uh, yes, yeah, sir. I, I listen to Roto Experts. I got a commute to DC from Virginia every day, so uh, I listen to Roto Experts on Sirius XM uh, daily. And uh, they were talking about it, and just thought I'd give it a shot and see how I, how it fared against the, the experts and uh, you know the pro the other pro athletes and guys that are in there. So it's been fun.
1: Well, good. Yeah. The so-called experts, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, showing them, showing them how it's done now. Look, I love that show. It's a great show every morning. I, I uh, listen to it as soon as I get up, make the kids breakfast, go outside in the garage, get get the day going. I usually flip it on the phone. You ever called up that show?
3: Uh, no, I've never called. You know, I, I listen to it every day, and usually every question I have is usually answered sometime during that, you know, the couple hours I'm listening to it. So I've never called.
2: Great, great way to pass uh, the time away on a long commute. I love the fantasy sports channel, Mike. It's uh it's a uh, God God's gift to uh, the the, the, the <laughs> yep. fantasy fantasy fans. Now, who do you trust the most on that show? You know, there's a couple of guys. You got the King Scott Angle, you got Adam Ronis. uh you got the uh, the jokester, the fantasy executive. You got Corey Parsons. Who do you who do you trust when you hear? Uh,
3: it, it's Scott. it's Scott for sure. I mean, he, the other guys are good and they come out with good insight. But uh, I, what Scott says is, I mean. I've gone by him and it's 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 been really well he's done really well
2: for me. Yeah, in this league that you're in, we're talking to Lawrence Brewer, number one uh points leader in the Roto Bowl tournament, the ninth annual Rotobo, uh after four weeks. Now in this league, uh you are you had to draft against Scott Engel, Nelson Sousa from Scout Pro, and also uh Major League Baseball pitcher Derek Lowe even drafted and I heard about his uh interview afterwards. That was fascinating to listen to, but which of those teams would you most like to
3: beat? You know, it's Scott. He, he's four and just like I am in there, and uh, you know, just just to be able to say you beat the king out there would be nice. But uh, he's definitely the one I'd like to beat.
1: Yeah, that sounds pretty cool, Lawrence. Uh, to heck with Derek Lowe. You, you just want to beat the guy that's uh, pretty good, you know, beat, beat Scott, <laughs> <It's> great, right? <laughs> great, yeah. Oh, it's great playing with those
3: guys. I mean, that's that's an honor to be out there playing, you know, playing any with any of these guys. But they it was. Scott's
1: the one I want to take down. Absolutely, you know, you know, it's it's kind of fun when we're uh, when we're in these leagues and uh, going uh, against each other. Which I can't wait, I can't wait to meet you, Lawrence, and uh, that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, you know, it, it's a lot of it's a lot of fun to go head to head, and then the next year go, wait, I want to beat you. I'm going to beat you this year. But uh, <laughs> one thing about it is, there any other fantasy league that you're playing in? Um, honestly, that's uh, that's more important to you than this rotable team right now, because let's face it, you're number one. Is there any other any other league that you're playing than that's more important? I,
3: I I don't know about more important. I I, I have another league with a, a group of friends I've been playing with for a long time, and we get bragging rights mainly. And it's you know you get a full year of running that mouth, and I
2: like yeah. It.
3: I'd love, to, I'd love to win that I love one, it. but the Roto Bowl is
2: on the top of my list right now. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the truth right there. We got our neighborhood wintergreen way league. We always, we always, uh, we've got all the neighbors here on the street. We all get together, watch the games on Sunday, and cook oh, yeah. out, and grill out, and, and everybody's playing somebody. I'm playing him. She's playing her. You know, they're all it's well, all back and forth. That's a that's a lot of fun. Now, Roto Bowl isn't your home league rules. It's an 11 man starting lineup, 20 man rosters. You got a blind bid for the free agents. What's been the most difficult transition for you? I mean, did it you had to sit there and sift through the rules to figure it out, or what's the, what's been the most difficult? Uh, absolutely, I had
3: to look at it. The blind bidding, no doubt. I mean, I'm I'm used to the waivers, and it, it, coming into that, it was it's been tough to figure out, you know, just how much money you need to put on these guys, what you can blow, and and I, I struggled with that. And I mean, if you look at my bench, you would see that too. So I haven't had very many good waiver wire pickups on this. and, so I'm, I'm catching on to it, and I think I'll be there, but hopefully it's not a little too late when I do. But. Yeah,
2: there is a little bit of a learning curve there, Mike. I, I agree uh, with Lawrence. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a little bit tough. And to be honest with you, look, I've been doing it for 12 years now, the blind bidding, and there's still really no science to it. It's more the, more about a, just a gut feel about it. I don't know. $460 on Rashad Jennings this week. In other leagues, I saw him spending 115 and 100 Uh and so sometimes there is a little bit of inventory that you can do in your league, if I can give you any tip. I kind of look at the league, and I kind of see, okay, here's what they've got to spend. And then I go and look at their squad yeah. if I want to take it to this far. And I say, well, what do they need? Do they, is their running back out on a buy or on an injury, and now they're hurting? Because that means he's going to be more desperate, and I'm probably not going to get that guy. So where could I spend my money elsewhere? And you kind of look yeah. through the team, and you can kind of figure out that, look, most people are going for the same guy. We're all going for the same guy. It's how bad do we need him? And how bad do we want him? And you kind of got to look at each team to kind of figure that out sometimes. So I don't know. Mike, you any I, other you thoughts know, on
1: that? Yeah, Scott, I totally agree. Uh, blind bidding, uh, the first year that I was involved with it, and uh, you too, Lawrence, it was very tough. You know, I'm sitting there, do I bid, do I not bid, whatever. Next thing I know, I'm sitting there at, at week uh, 10, 11, I've still got six, $700 when I should have bidded a lot more earlier in the year, yeah. but yeah. It, it, it can go vice versa.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that,
3: And that's good advice. I mean, and I think I'm catching on to it, and that's, that's really good advice. I mean, I, that's what I'm I'm trying to get the hang of it, and hopefully it's not too late. Uh, I got a bunch left. I
1: got a bunch of money left, I think, the most in the league. So.
0: Good. <laughs> we'll what? Really, we'll what? You
1: know, yeah. that's, that's another thing to look at, Lawrence, is, uh, you know, compare yourself to uh, how much you have, and how much the rest of the league has, and then go from there. Uh, right now, if you've got plenty left, then uh, just you know, just keep riding that horse.
2: Yeah, you know that 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 that, that might be a blessing in disguise because sometimes, Mike, when you've got a lot of money, what happens is some of these owners start to panic and give up on guys, and they just get tired of rostering them. They ditch them, and sometimes that player that gets ditched will go for five, six, eight hundred dollars. I saw somebody give up on Kobe Fleener early in a dynasty yeah. this year. They got tired of it. They needed a roster spot to can... pick somebody else up. They bid nine ninety seven on the guy to get him because they, want, they sure. had to get that tight end <laughs> fill, filled up. And so, sometimes the best talent isn't on the waiver wire. It's, it's when somebody drops them. And then you sneak up. Yeah. So, I always go before my waivers every week, I always go to the previously processed waivers report, and I look at who was dropped last week because those guys are going to be available on Wednesday night. Now, yeah. uh we're talking to Lawrence Brewer, number one team in Roto Bowl right now after four weeks. If you win Roto Bowl, uh, we've been, we always try to help players that are playing Roto Bowl also expose them to the Fantasy Football World Championship, Lawrence. It's the big dog. It's the main event. Same exact contest as Roto Bowl, just with the higher prize structure and the bigger prize uh, payoff at the end and, and, and throughout the league. If you, win a, if you win your Roto Bowl league, you win the cash. Or you win a free seat at the main event next year? Would you go? Would you join us and go to Vegas next year for the main event if you win your Roto Bowl league?
3: Heck yeah, I would. You don't pass up a chance to go to Vegas with a bunch of guys and get crazy. That's where you go.
2: That's what I like to hear, Mike. Another another one. Yep. yep. Uh, once you know, once time... you're in your hood. I'm
1: sorry. Go ahead, Scott.
2: No, I, would, I just said once you're in, once you go to Vegas and you're in, you're hooked. You, you go, uh, you end up going every year. But uh, that'd be that'd be good to see. That's why that's why that price point and that prize pool for Roto Bowl was so important to us this year. We poured $750 more back into every single league and put it into the league prizes because the, the the hardest thing is winning your league of 12. And we said we want you to be rewarded. The ROI has to be good to win your league. And if you win some money on the overall, you know, great. But the big deal is winning your league, and that's what we want everybody to, to do. If you win your league, that's a heck of an accomplishment. We want you to be rewarded and maybe even go out to Vegas next year. So go ahead, Mike. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I, one thing about it, uh, Lawrence, uh, I, I, I went out to Vegas last year or the year before last and just had a ball. And, I, you know, I, I was like, man, this is so much fun. And you just create – camaraderie that's unbelievable unbelievable amongst your peers and next thing you know it's like wow you know i'm i'm having fun here you know this is a lot of fun uh and then once you know you're in a draft and now you're thinking okay i'm sitting there at the draft and for instance uh lawrence you took uh jamal charles at one four was there ever any doubt and uh Basically, was there any other names you considered that won four?
3: Uh, You know, I had I had Adrian Peterson and, and Jamal Charles as my top two players going in, and and for Jamal to be there at four, I mean, I was I, I was really happy. I mean, and he and he, he's done great for me, and I there was no doubt. I mean, and I knew I mean, of course, AP was going off first. Everyone knew that. So Charles to drop, it was a no
1: brainer to me.
0: You got lucky. Okay. You didn't take well, Doug Martin.
1: Well, well, well that's, that's right. Well what if uh what if one three took Jamal Charles? Who would he who who would you take him? You know, I probably would have gone McCoy.
3: Uh that's I I, I had my eye McCoy. on him. If I'd have been a little lower I would've taken LaShawn and, and seen how he did and uh you know, but I, I'm I'd much rather Jamal and I'm glad I
1: got him. <laughs> good 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 deal.
2: Now, your next three picks, uh, Lawrence Brewer here, number one uh, overall points leader at Roto Bowl. Your next three picks were Jimmy Graham, Victor Cruz, and Monty Ball. Now, are you holding on to ball? Jimmy Graham and Cruz are obviously studs. Are you going to hold on to ball? you think he can help you later in the season?
3: Hi, you know, it's probably the worst pick I had, but I'm going to hold on to him. I think he's the best back on the team. I think that if he can get his pass protection down, I believe he's going to be a, a big-time player. And, and he, he's going I mean, he's the best. On the team right now. I just, he needs to get it together and hopefully, for my sake, he comes out and
1: does something at the end when I need him. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, it, it's probably going to happen. Uh, no, maybe not. I'm sorry, Lawrence. It's not going to happen. <laughs> i got to be honest with you. Man. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Peyton in the fifth. Uh, the heart and soul of your team. I mean, let's face it. Uh, do you think he'll get the yardage and touchdown record? I mean, he's on a roll. I mean, what? What do you think? I mean, Peyton, really? <laughs> I mean, he's been definitely the guy. That's
3: the reason I'm in the in the first spot right now. But I mean, he's if they don't take him out of the game, if they don't keep blowing these teams out, and these coaches aren't sitting them in the fourth and you know, and, and, and doing that right there, which I understand. They're trying to win the Super Bowl, not worried about fantasy. But if they don't do that, I believe he – honestly, I think he breaks both. Uh, he's, he just looks great.
2: Well, he absolutely does. A lot of teams are uh, thanking their lucky stars. I used to I, – I, I said it in the preseason, Mike. I have an unwritten rule. I've always had an unwritten rule. If Peyton falls to the fifth, you take him. Remember that? I always said if he, if he falls yep. to the fifth, that's uh-huh. where that. you have to take him. No matter if you were wanting a quarterback or not, Peyton Manning in the fifth. think good things will happen, and, and it looks like they're happening for several teams uh, that did that. Now, Stevie Johnson, Miles Austin, your next couple of picks, both started strong. strong. They both have some injuries now. I, I looked at Austin as a real – I mean, some people were taking him as their wide receiver four that went wide receiver heavy. Uh, can you keep winning with these guys out? Is your team set up for that? Which one coming back to full strength is more important to you?
3: Uh, you know, my team is not set up. My bench does not look great. And Stevie going out last night, only giving me I think 3.9. Uh, it, it, it hurts, and it. Uh, hopefully he comes back. I think he's the guy that I need to come back, and I need him to come strong. And I guess it matters who's throwing him the ball now too, with the injuries. But uh, you know, that, that's the guy I'm looking forward to. And if I'm gonna if I'm gonna do anything in the in the overall, that's that's the, those, those two guys need to come back and be able to do something for me. You know, the second half of the
2: season. I also see Antonio Gates on your roster. He's obviously unbenchable for all accounts. And the Hawks defense, uh, again, nice late ad, big-time contributors to your team. Uh, I was going to ask you about Gates, but what is there really to say? The second the question I guess I would really be more interested in is the Hawks' D. They play the Colts this weekend. A lot of fantasy owners are in the chat room listening at home thinking about starting their Colts this week. They're thinking about T.Y. Hilton, and they're thinking about Kobe Fleener. That's really about all they're thinking about. Maybe Andrew Luck in some dicey situations, you know. But uh, so let's talk about the Colts real real quick against the Hawks.
3: You know, I mean the Hawks are tough. I mean they, they it, it's great having them on the team. I don't have to you know stream defenses, but they are against against uh, the Colts. Uh, honestly, I I would I would fear T Y Hilton can stretch the field, but against that Seahawks D, I don't I don't see him doing much. And you know with Fleener, you know I think he'll get some catches and. I don't see him getting in the end zone either, so I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't trust either one of those guys.
2: Mike, what's the over under on this game, man? So uh, so everybody could be at home. Indianapolis and Seattle. Everybody's worried about Indianapolis maybe getting having a tough time, but they handled things at San, against San Francisco without much problem. A little bit of a better defense here with Seattle, but this is at home in front of the home crowd. T Rich gets home here to to to, to uh, have these fans cheering him on. What do you what do you what's the over under on this game, Mike?
1: Yeah, you know, it's 43 and a half. It's been wavering right around that uh 43 and a half in an NFL game right now. is about mid-range. So, uh it screams that some points are going to be scored.
2: All right. Well, we have to be we have to figure this out for a lot of players. It's one of the most common questions I get on Twitter right now. We've got hundreds I could we could we could sift through right now on on Twitter where they're they're uh, they're asking their questions, but Let's keep it simple. T.Y. Hilton this week, you're looking for a flex play. He's been demoted to a flex play. He's no longer a one of your top three wide receivers at this point right now, just because of the way the offense has been challenging him. Right. At wide receiver four or a flex, would you start, say, T. Y. Hilton, Lawrence? Or would you start a Terrence Williams, who let's if Austin is not gonna play, which it doesn't look like he is, Terrence Williams in a in a in a nice big role here.
3: Uh, it'd probably be Williams this game. I, I don't trust Williams going forward, but Williams this game.
2: Yeah, this game is against uh, Denver, Mike.
1: Lawrence, Lawrence I, I'm really uh, – I, 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 I'm I'm scratching my head with one here. Uh, I've got a hoot i start real quick. Uh, T.Y. Hilton or Keenan Allen? I don't know. I'm not a real big fan of Allen. So,
3: I, I'd, I maybe would go Hilton on that one. That one would be a tough one for me.
2: Yeah, Mike always tries to get his own little leagues in here, and always take advantage of our, get take the get the most use out of our guests, Mike, and always get your leagues addressed rather than the fans. You, you don't want to get you're there. Who do I start? You always getting your who do I start? Hey, hey,
1: Scott. Let's face it, Scott Lawrence. I mean, that's a true who do I start question.
0: Honestly, he works, He's Hill still not Hill,
1: Ethan Mellon. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. He, he's still I mean, sick. I could have thrown in Aaron Dobson he or somebody like that.
2: Oh, see, he's going a little deeper on his bench now. <laughs> he's going a little deeper, deeper on his bench. We will, ask, uh, we, we will pull in a Twitter question right here. DLRL2001, Don Lemley asked, uh, Lawrence, would you start Vernon Davis or Jermichael Finley? Now, that's an interesting uh, an interesting start there. Vernon Davis or Jermichael Finley? Do you have any thoughts on that game? Jermichael Finley playing? Uh, against Detroit in a big game at home after the bye, or San Francisco's Vernon Davis, who <laughs> I don't know what's going on with him. Against Houston, I
3: I go Finley on that one definitely. I think uh, I think that's the guy to go with. I think Kaepernick's uh, struggling a little bit. I think he'll pull it together, but I I'd, I'd go Finley there.
2: We some rest, uh, asked Lawrence, waiting on the Gronk. Lawrence, I need your help. Dallas Clark or Winslow? A half a point PPR. Ouch.
3: I'll tell you what, though. I, I like Winslow this week. They're hurting on receiver.
1: That's. I, I go Winslow. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm gonna throw another one at you, Lawrence, because last week toward the end of uh, toward the end of Red versus Blue, actually, it was after I got buzzle metered. I asked the question, I said, would you start MJD or Ronnie Hillman? And last week, the obvious choice was MJD. Well, I, I said Ronnie Hillman, and guess who scored the most points? Ronnie Hillman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he brings Crazy. up
2: one he, he brings up one of about 30 calls on him. No, I knew
1: I knew he, I I knew, knew he jump in. I knew he would jump in. Uh All right. But uh, uh if you have DeAndre Hopkins and uh <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help it, Scott. I had to bring it up, man. <laughs> if you have DeAndre Hopkins and Andre Johnson on your team, do you start them both?
3: I, in think, in I that guess it depends on who you're playing.
2: Yeah, I it depends on the Fran? team that
3: they're going against. Yeah.
2: Maybe against uh, Denver. Maybe against Philly. Maybe against Washington.
1: They're at, at San Fran this week. Yeah. No, no, I.
3: Yeah. I go Johnson, and that's it. I leave him out there. And if, uh, if I have a better play, if I have a better play.
1: I, I, I do have better plays, but uh, I was just kind of curious as to uh, how they go in that route.
2: We got, a fan, we got a fan on Twitter that wants to know, uh, Lawrence, he loves pizza. He wants to know, banana peppers or olives?
3: You, de- you definitely go banana peppers. Olives are just not the way to go.
2: Nasty, black no, olives nasty. or green olives? Yeah, it doesn't say. I don't know. Uh, black olives, I guess. I don't know. Who puts green olives on a pizza?
1: Man, green olives? Are you kidding me? Pick up pimento aloe and that is good stuff. Uh.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna go to on the record. On the record is uh, putting Mike and Lawrence on the record for this week. Looks like Zach Stacy might get the nod this week. Some people are still kind of whispering Benny Cunningham. I'm not buying it. Uh, Isaiah P. Still there. Look, this team is in in shambles right now. They need to do something. And uh, Zach Stacy is uh, an intriguing option. Five eight two sixteen from the SEC. Played at Vanderbilt. Zach Stacy. You think he gets the job over Pede and Richardson? I'm putting you both on the record. Uh, Lawrence, we'll start with you.
3: Uh, you know, I think he. I think I, I he'll get a little play time here, but I think it's going to be a committee. I think they're going to use them all. Um, with with that offensive line, neither one of them, are, none of them, are going to do anything. I don't believe. I think it's going to be one of those years that they're all just, you know, they're going. To, you're going to get fifty yard games out of the guys.
2: Mike.
1: Uh, you know, I. I, I tend to agree, but I think all it's going to take is a bust-out run, and I think the guy that has a chance of doing that is Daryl Richardson. I'll take D. Rich uh, without a question.
2: Gosh, that's the that's the last on my list. ESPN Rams blogger Nick Wagner believes it seems as though it's time for rookie Zach Stacey to at least lead the committee in the St. Louis backfield. Again, he's an SEC guy, Mike. He's very talented, powerful right. guy. Uh I I watched some YouTube of him, just kind of watching him and I tell you it's pretty impressive. Now again, although I think all most NFL players this level look uh like they have the goods on uh in college. Sure, but look, yeah, it's interesting to see this uh this this kid get a shot and I mean you know what you're getting with the uh with the other guy in Richardson, but this is a good matchup against Jacksonville. Now this is something that you can trust against Jacksonville, uh against running backs. Look, that's a a pretty tasty matchup. Uh, You know, 21 points a game, that's not including PPR and receptions. There's a lot of points to go around here for some running backs.
1: Well, yeah, and I hate to keep butting in, Scott, but another thing that you might want to think of as a dynasty owner is uh, Benny Cunningham. Uh, This this kid's looking good. He's getting better and better all the time.
2: Now, we want to move on to – we're still on the record. We're going to move on to David Wilson owner's. It's a sad. So if I had some theme music for sad, somber music, I'd be playing it right now. Uh, by the way, do you did you ever watch Breaking Bad? Lawrence, was did you did you ever hear
3: the show? Uh, yes, I did, Don't. Yes, I did, Don't. but I haven't seen season 5, so please don't give it away. Uh,
2: no. Yeah. No, I, I I won't give it away, man. You uh I hope hopefully you have it recorded or something you can catch up. I do. I do. I put a post on uh, on Facebook earlier, letting everybody know this was the uh, Walter White tribute show. This is the uh, the, the the show to uh, give thanks to uh, one of the best shows on television that came to an end, Breaking Bad. I had a couple of people post uh, on Facebook. Jamie Joseph said, "Tread lightly, if you've uh, if you're a fan, you know what that means." And then my wife chimed in with a funny one. I thought she said this was pretty funny. She says, "About time, bitch." Dash uh JP for Jesse Pinkman. And uh if you know Jesse Pinkman, that was always his uh yeah. that was always his okay. uh, thing. Just finding out when he was uh yeah, when he was gonna it's a great call show. something.
3: It's a, yeah, it's a great show. I I I've I've watched all four seasons this, this year. I mean that tells you. I mean I'm into it, so I'm ready to see this last season.
2: Mike's not a big T V guy or a movie guy. No. No, I'm not. I think you you did go did you go see Forty Two? Is that did you did you see that movie?
1: Yeah, yeah, I did I did see Forty Two in the theater, and you. then before that I saw Secretariat, which were fantastic movies. But movies tend to bore me because I I would rather watch some action. You know, you know, action on a screen bores me too. So hell with that. I I, oh, yeah. I want to see <laughs> something.
2: Mike Mike doesn't frequent movie theaters. Right? They they don't let him. They usually kick him out. That's that's the problem. <laughs> well, face. They they,
1: well, now that they're serving beer, it's a lot better. Well, let's, talk
2: about better. let's talk about David
0: Wilson.
2: Let's talk about David Wilson. Uh is there any hope for this, Lawrence? If you own him, is he is he, he he's been on your bench. But this week against the Eagles, do you take a shot and you and you and you cross your fingers and you hold your nose?
3: I, I think this is. I think he has a big week. I, I don't own him, but I honestly believe that this is his week. I think he's. They drop Scott. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be. Uh, I think he'll come around. I think he's gonna have a decent game this week and lead into some more. You know, as the season goes along.
2: Mike, we're gonna play a, another quick game. Uh, David Wilson. Uh, we're gonna do either or with David Wilson, and we're gonna just do. Uh, we're gonna compare two running backs. You're going to give us the name who you'd start, Lawrence. You do the same. Play along. You ready? Yep. Yep. David Wilson or Maurice Jones-Drew. Mike Wilson. I'm sorry. Yeah, Wilson. Oh, that was Lawrence. Wilson. Okay, Wilson. Uh, Wilson or Rashad Jennings, Lawrence. Uh, Wilson. Jennings. Okay. Wilson or Danny Woodhead, Mike.
1: Uh, I go. Uh, uh, I'll I still go Woodhead Woodhead More? I'm going with Wilson again I think he's going to do it
2: Alright, one last one David Wilson or Joyke Bell Mike
1: uh, Wilson
3: Wilson
2: Okay, look, you know what The funny thing is, uh, we keep saying this <laughs> We keep looking at Wilson And saying, man, we got to put him in there then he gets us 1.9 fantasy points. Then he gets us 1.7. Then he gets us 3.9. He did get us six points last week. Uh, so we're hoping for bigger things. Things are getting a little bit better. I think things are getting actually a lot better for Lamar Miller. I'm pretty happy about seeing where Lamar Miller's going. His yards per carry are continuing to improve. 14 carries, 69 yards against the Colts. He got a touchdown there, averaged five yards a carry. He gets eight carries against Atlanta for 62 yards. Remember, he busted off the big one there, uh, 7.8 yards a carry. And then last week against New Orleans, look, that game got out of hand. But 11 carries, 62 yards, 5.6 yards a carry and a touchdown. Had a 20-yarder well, there. Mike, I think Lamar Miller's getting a little bit more in his groove here, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to watch Lamar Miller. I would not be benching Lamar Miller right now. No, uh, you know,
1: they they've got a they, they got a pretty solid team and uh you know, they're center, centering themselves around uh, Miller and but you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't bench Miller, uh but I'm just looking at these uh other uh options that are there, but uh there's not much that is there. So uh maybe uh Lamar could be the guy.
2: We have a question in the chat room. Uh, Lawrence, for you, I have to drop a tight end. This is from Get Paddled. Jordan Reed or Fred Davis?
0: Ooh,
3: man. Ooh. That's a mess. Uh, yes, you drop Davis. As well. I mean, I, that's, I don't know. That's a tough one there. They're both not very good.
2: He says he has Winton as a tight end, so he's only going to need one of those for two one of those two for one. Hey, come on, Greg. You can ask about. That's not even an important question. You're just asking about a bye week tight end. You got Jason Witten, man. Jeez, <laughs> these guys. Come on, Greg. Greg, give us a good one, man. All right, so let's let's move on. Oh, thoughts on Lamar Miller, uh, Lawrence, real quick. I, I I love Miller. I
3: think if Thomas, if they stop giving him the ball, uh, Miller will be he, right now. He's a flex play, and I think he'll move to running back two, possibly running back one by the end of the, uh, end of the season.
2: All right, we're going to play Pretender or Contender. Uh, this is the game, America's funnest, craziest, illest game show in America, Pretender or Contender. Here we go.
1: You forgot we'll, I'll,
2: I'll call out a name, and we'll just say Pretender or Contender with a very brief explanation why. Uh, start with you, Lawrence. Philip Rivers, Contender or Pretender?
3: Contender. He's playing great
1: under the new coaches.
2: Mike? Man,
1: I wanted that. Uh, definitely a contender. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the guy—the guy's the guy looking awesome. He's got a swag about him. You know, there's different players. Players have certain body language. He has that body language of succeeding. Contender, well, definitely.
2: Oh, so so this year it's a different body language, or is this, or is it, are you talking about just always? Because he's been bad before. No, this
1: year, this year, okay. oh, this year, definitely.
2: Okay, yeah. Uh, look, I, I look at 26 points per game, and I, and I, you know, through four games, uh, you've got to be very happy about that lack of running game, uh, the biggest, uh, you know, biggest issue here. Plus, he's going to have some shootout games with Denver coming up, a couple well, of big games, yeah, week well, 10, week 15. I'll take that. that.
1: Yeah, that's where I was going, Scott. I mean, even when he goes against Denver or uh, what have you, I still think he's going to have enough of that to be a contender. He's a definite contender.
2: Yeah. All right,
1: confidence is everything.
2: We're we're all in agreement there. Alshon Jeffrey, contender or pretender, Lawrence? Uh, contender
3: again. I think I think he has all the physical attributes to be great. And Brandon Marshall taking that number one defender off, I think he's a. I think he can be a contender.
2: Mike.
1: Yeah, he's a cont. Well, I gotta agree. He's a contender because. Uh, uh, quarterback, the quarterback situation is solid. Uh, I mean, everything is solid, and Brandon's doing what he's need needing to do. And uh, Alshon had a couple good games, and that's going to build his confidence. Contender, no doubt.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, 11 targets last week. He's he's hanging up there. 32 uh, year-to-date targets through four games. Not bad. Uh, I'll take that. And 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 look, we have uh, he's playing. He's out there. Ninety seven percent of the snaps last week he was out there on the field nice. compared to ninety four percent of the snaps for Brandon Marshall. This is a guy that uh is is, is talented and Cutler is no longer when he's in the red zone. Do you remember when it used to just be Marshall every play? He's getting yeah. the other side of the field involved. I like seeing that early on. I'm 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 thinking that Alshon Jeffrey is a nice flex play option or a number three uh in during these bye weeks when you when you need him. Now. Here's a name that everybody's thinking about. You may have picked him up in waivers. You may be watching the Steven Ridley situation very closely, uh, as well as Brandon Bolden. Uh LeGarrette Blount Blunt uh in a game this week uh that should be interesting for the uh for the ground game. Contender or pretender, Mike.
1: Pretender. I can never trust anybody from the New England offense. If they're if they're plugged in to a certain situation, no matter who's hurt or what have you, I can never trust them. He may go off. He may have a big week. He may go. He may rush ten for twenty yards and nothing. No TDs. Pretender. Mm-hmm.
3: Lauren? I I agree with him. It's a pretender. I think this week's a great start. I think Ridley's going to be out, and I think he I think he'll give you ninety and a touchdown. But going for the season, no way. Pretender.
2: Yeah, uh, I think for the for the season it's a it's a pretender. But look, let's face it, Ridley's injury considered minor. He hasn't practiced all week. Bolden nicked up into this game. Don't expect him to get much of a workload. So, like Lawrence said, great matchup this week. Definite buy low uh, in the DraftKings. A good salary there, value play for Legarrette Blunt. But look, hey, I've seen crazier things happen. I'm also interested to see what Ben Jarvis Green Ellis does against this New England team. Kind of a little. Uh, you know, I think Cincinnati might give it this is at Cincinnati. So in front of his new fans, you might see them take a couple of touchdown dives for for Ben Jarvis this week. I'm putting Ben Jarvis in my lineup if I if I'm if I'm uh if I don't have a rock solid options this week. I like them to get a little bit of revenge in this game. I am calling for a big Brady game, though. I think Brady handles things uh, you know, quite well this week. I think Brady will get things going. Plus, I don't know what wow. he's gonna do this week. He's going he's got a lot That's of water digged up. You disagree,
1: huh? I do. I, I totally disagree, Scott. Uh this Cincinnati team, uh, they're they're all about making things happen, making making it right. Uh their defense is good. Uh I I see complete mayhem created by the by the Cincinnati defense and I I really think Cincinnati's going to win the game.
2: Well, uh yeah, but look, Cincinnati, uh what are, what are they middle of the road against quarterbacks nineteenth against against quarterbacks seventeen points a game? Uh and, and again, who's that against? You know, you have to look at who I, they've been playing to be nineteenth well, in the league. Well, and so you, you, you pull well, up well, their schedule. Been they've been they've played Cutler, Rothelsberger, Rogers, and Roethlisberger, Hoyer. nothing. They haven't
1: played anybody.
2: You saw what That's Rogers cool did, right? You saw what Rodgers did. Yeah, was that was a that was a pretty big shootout game, right? So, uh, and Hoyer looked decent too. So, I don't know. I, I think Brady has a big yeah. game, Lawrence.
1: Cincinnati. I, I'm I'm telling you right now, red versus blue, Cincinnati will beat them by seven points.
2: Well, that's fine. Or We're more. talking about Brady. We're talking about Brady. I'm not I'm not gambling on this in Vegas, dude. This is a fantasy okay, football. Okay. Okay. Show. Okay.
1: What I'm telling you, Brady will have one touchdown and 220. 220.
2: One and 220. This guy's been drinking again. No, I have not. Well, I have, but nope.
1: One and
0: 220.
1: For
2: for Tom Brady.
1: Yeah. Hey, Royce, I have to do it. It, it makes him you. happy.
2: You had to get buzzed. You had to get buzzed. Let's move on. Brandon Pettigrew in the Pretender Contender Series. We've got eight minutes left in the show. Brandon Pettigrew, Lawrence, Pretender or Contender? Pretender. Just after. Mike?
1: Uh, After last week, mm, i say he might be a contender.
2: Yeah, I'm thinking uh, – I'm actually thinking as uh, as crazy as it sounds with as bad as he's been uh, this season – Pettigrew is is actually should be a contender, probably back in. And it all stems from the Nate Burleson injury. When you lose Nate Burleson, the balls automatically default back to Pettigrew. That's where they have to go. And nobody, none of those other tight ends are going to keep Pettigrew off the field. There is a there is a big gap there. Uh so you have to you have to keep uh Pettigrew happy. And, and the fact of the matter is this Matt Bron- or Matt Stafford throws thirty eight times a game. 38 times a game. That equates to plenty of opportunities for the petting zoo. Yeah. Uh, awesome. So he is yeah, he's going to be there. Eddie Lacey, Lawrence pretender or contender?
3: I think I got them kind of took on that. one. I'm going to say this season a pretender. They throw too much.
2: Mhm. Mhm. Mike, this,
1: this season or this week? <laughs> Just
2: this season.
1: Uh pretender.
2: Man, you guys are down on Eddie Lacy already. He get, he has a little yeah. concussion. He was looking good before the concussion. Yeah, he's hurt. Starks is out with a knee injury. Now, uh, I, I guess John Kuhn is back in there to help the fullback. I'm, uh, it, you know, again, look, they, he's saying things like, "I'm taking it one day at a time, uh, going through the process, getting in the playbook." I, I still think he's a monster, man. You put a monster on Green Bay's offense, he's going to do, do fine. I like Jonathan Franklin, what he brings to the table. I think Eddie Lacey is going to be a serious uh, player. I'd be, it'd be very hard to keep him out of my lineup, if that's what you're saying as a pretender. It'd be very hard to keep him out of my – I'd have to have some really good running backs. Kobe Fleener, tight end uh, for the Colts. Pretender or contender, can you start on him – can you count on him as a flex play or starter on a regular basis in lineup? That's what we're meaning, pretender or contender. Lawrence. Uh
3: I, I think I mean tight end's so weak right now. I mean I'd say contender. You could play him a tight end, not a flex.
1: I see him as a tight end.
2: hmm Mike?
1: Totally agree. Uh can you count on him week in and week out? Not necessarily this week, but yes, absolutely contender. Kobe Fleener, absolutely a contender.
2: Yeah, I'd like to see more consistent targets. I don't like these op these times when he blips out of the offense and he only gets two targets. Especially as the really only tight end factor in that game. Uh, now that was two targets against San Francisco. He comes back the following week, gets seven targets. He's catching 66% of his balls. That's a very good number there. I'll take that. 18 year to date targets. Uh, I I think he's a contender in this offense. He's already got two touchdowns, not on the level of a Jordan, uh, Jordan Cameron or a Jimmy Graham, but he's in that tier of, that tier of guys in the Jared Cook. Uh, Greg Olson, Brandon Myers, probably just a tier right below that, but he's on the cusp. He's on the cusp, so he's, he's a little bit away from being a, a, an every-week contender. Uh, we talked about Lamar Miller, and then finally, Donnie Avery, the hot waiver wire pickup, pretender or contender? Lawrence?
1: Uh, I'm going uh, to say a pretender. And Mike?
3: You know,
2: i I, I got to go
1: against him, Lawrence. I mean, I think he's a definite contender right now. I mean he, he he's solid, he's hot, and uh they're gonna they're gonna keep going to him.
2: Yeah, you know, it's a little hard for me to get a read on this guy. I don't really know which Avery's gonna show up. You know, that's the hardest part here is trying to understand what which Donny Avery, which Alex Smith is gonna show up. Alex Smith is a game manager. He's not really somebody that's gonna turn some guys into fantasy stars. I'm a little worried about that. Uh when I see look, ten targets last week. Ten targets. Two catches. A little bit, a little bit worried about that. I don't, I don't really quite understand that. What happened there? Well, I don't know if Akamura was on him last week against the Giants. I'm not, I'm not so sure. But he was looking very comfortable, but not somebody you could, you can count on on a weekly basis. Uh, never has been, and probably never will be. More like a draftmaster guy. Lawrence, great time. Thank you for being on Redford. Hey. Welcome back anytime. Keep, keep it rocking. Any, any final words here? Uh, no, I just appreciate it. Love listening
1: to you guys. Big fans, and uh, it was a great show. Appreciate you having me on. All right. Hey Lawrence, uh, thanks a lot. And uh hey man, you're number 1 in uh Roto Bowl, and uh keep rocking it out, man. I'll be watching
2: you.
1: Hey, thanks fellas. Talk to you later.
2: IPS driver in the chat room says start Eddie Lacy this week, Mike. Uh Lawrence uh wow. Lawrence Brewer, what a, that was a, that was a great guest. He's uh he's doing well in Rotobow. We got It's always nice to have somebody on the show and you really give him a you put a personality to that name on the leaderboard every week. Uh, very very exciting to see that guys. A couple minutes left in the program. Don't forget about the draft, uh, the FF Toolbox exclusive contest. It's only ten dollars to play. It's limited to fifty entries. I've seen the the entries ticking down. We might even be sold out by the end of the night, if not tomorrow morning. So jump in there, get your team in. If you beat Ian Ritchie, which he's playing, look, I, I convinced him to play to try it out. He's not a big sour cap guy. If you if you're able to beat Ian Richie and score more points, you automatically win a five dollar game. Uh, automatically, right off the top, you get a free five dollar game for next week. That's a reason in and of itself to to put ten dollars down and do it. But you also get uh, the cash prizes here. You get if you're a new subscriber to uh, an, and you open up an account at DraftKings, they also match your deposit in some kind of crazy way. And then they um, they give you a free qualifier league into a uh, into the million dollar qualifier just for playing uh, and opening up an account. That's a pretty good deal, Mike. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoy it and you get in. And I will see your name on the leaderboard. Any final thoughts, Mike?
1: Hey. Have a good weekend. Enjoy your football and just uh just love everything
2: that's going on, man. Great shot, thanks. We're gonna leave everybody with a little bit of breaking bad. Uh <laughs>